Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear my movies apart. (laughs) On this episode, we will be discussing, maybe, we'll see how it goes, The Meyerowitz Stories, directed by Noah Bombrock. Bombach. Bombach. Released October 2017. Surely practiced it ten times. On, t- <laughs> <laughs> on today's panel, we have Chris. Hello. Lindsay. Hello. Ray Ray. Hi, my name's Ray, and I love movies. I love YouTube, and I definitely do not know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I am CC. I am your guys' host. Um, I picked this movie. <laughs> I think people were able to I, tell. I, yeah, I know, right? I know. Seriously. Well, I mean, hell, I, I'm going to be gonna be honest. Even I watch this and go, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> and Chris is like, I loved it. I'm like, what? It's, you know what? It, I'm with Chris. At the at first, I was a little off, you know, put off. But by the end, I was I was 100% in. So here's the deal. To our listeners, we're, she's picked two movies this week, and we're going to um, talk about both. Both of them was just as fucking weird, but at the end you're like, holy shit, I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. were good. So that's kind of what happened. Like, she, the, the movie ended and she just, like, sat there, like, what the fuck? And I looked at her and I just kept laughing. And she's like, why are you laughing? It was because I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It was, it was good. Just, it was so weird. Super. But you so know what? Weird. It was real. It was, it was that, I think that's part of what it was. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was depressing in so many ways. Like, for example, the, the way the dad was treating pretty much all of them except for one. Like, he was paying more attention to that one person. Which Yeah, Matthew, but you know right? what? He really wasn't. That is true. When actually. it comes down to it, he really wasn't. He had this idea of Matthew, but by the end you realize that it was never Matthew. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. He was he was basically just a full blown narcissist, caught up in his own mythos. Yeah, yeah, just about because he 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 very rarely looked at his children and talked to them. I felt yeah. it yeah. was more at he just kind of talked at them. At, yeah, yep. and not even that. Like, let's say you're talking right now, and I'm talking to you, telling you, hey, so. Once you graduated high school, you just keep talking so, about your own blah, things. Blah, 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 right yeah. on top. Yep. Yeah, that's all he did. Mm-hmm. To all of them, not just one. Yep. So, um, for those who haven't seen it, it is on Netflix at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's essentially, uh, it's a family drama, I guess, told in a couple mm-hmm. different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. In which the there's a an artist father who is... Like semi-famous, he never really had his his uh, time time in the sun, so to speak. Um, and he's on his third marriage. He's had kids with his other two wives, and everybody just kind of lets him be this narcissistic person um, because they think he's brilliant. Let's him like I don't I don't kind of I feel like he doesn't really give him much of a choice. Well, but that's what I mean is like they've never they don't really until the end there stand up for themselves I think I, mm-hmm. I, say, I think what threw me off was the stories I mean I understood that that's you know it's part of the tile it makes sense and everything like that but I always I felt off every time they would jump to a new story yeah I don't know because it just it just felt like they stopped it was jarring and that's, then that's part of what I loved about it honestly because you got to see all the perspectives. And that's kind of why I was like, okay, 
every time you would go through one person's cycle, I would look at it and be like, okay, I can't wait to see how that exact same thing was perceived by somebody else. And I thought that that's kind of what drew me into the film. And that's kind of what kept me from the boredom of it. Um, because it was to an extent kind of slow in some parts. But, and, it, and because it was so weird, I didn't know what the fuck to expect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was one of those scenarios where I was like, okay, what the fuck is happening? But once I realized that they were going into stories, I was like, okay, so now we're going to see this person's story. So I guess we're going to do it with everybody. And that's where I was like, okay, I'm in now. Like, that's what drew me in. Um, but yeah, that's kind of why I liked it, because I, I got to kind of see the differences and see where the miscommunications within that family were. And at the same time, see that the center of all the bullshit was him. The dad? Yeah, because through everything, if you pay attention, the way certain stories are told, in the perspective that they're told, everything is different and everything is off. But the one thing that is constant is the way the father is. Mm -hmm. That never changes. He's always described and shown to be this arrogant asshole who is jealous of other people because they didn't get a shine. Uh, like Lindsay mentioned and and that's the part that was like consistent through all the narratives because if you look at it through their childhood and everything that happened like even when it comes down to the rape story you know like you realize like they're looking at this as like this like awesome memory not realizing that when we finally get to the sister wait that's not a really good fucking memory at all you know so that's kind of one of those scenarios that I was like okay this varies through such a spectrum, but the one constant is this guy's an asshole. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, that was very interesting. It yeah, was. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't help but keep watching. I'm sorry. Uh, we should make mention of this obnoxiously talented cast that that, that was in this movie. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Yes, the 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 cast got, himself was in. I mean, that's what initially grabbed me into it. Yeah, was I saw the cast and I was like, hell, we've got to check this out. I mean, you got Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman, Ben Stiller, Emma Thompson. Um, yeah, I mean, just um, Adam Driver is makes a little little appearance in there. I mean, you even see Sigourney Reaver. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, she was in there for like twenty seconds. <clears throat> she said hi. I'm Sigourney. Yes. And I said hi. I'm Harold. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, there is a massive amount of people in this. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I think so. I, aside from the way it actually ended, which just I get and I I simultaneously love and just am frustrated as all hell about. Um, <laughs> I really thought the dad was gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we were going to get to that point, and, like, his death was going to be the thing. But I'm glad that they didn't, and I'm glad that him being sick brought the siblings back together. Yeah. Because they were so far apart um, emotionally from each other, and there's this one thing that just brings them all back to reality. I understand the satisfaction with the end, because you're right. They do phrase and frame the movie in a way that prepares you for the father to die and you're constantly waiting for the hammer to drop and through multiple scenes in the hospital and everything you're like oh it's happening now um so yeah i can kind of i I definitely agree with that but i i am 1000 percent happy with the way that they did it because like i mentioned ray said it's it's depressing but it just made it kind of feel more real to me you know it made it feel like 
this isn't so much a movie as it is what could happen in everyday life and what happens in life people move on people, things keep going so yes sometimes there's death but sometimes you're lucky enough and you keep going so and, so well. I think my frustration with the end though is not that they ended it so in such a an ambiguous manner it was the abruptness of it if that makes sense like, I can deal stopped. with a lot of ambiguity and whatever but she's like oh here he is Credit. Mm-hmm. There was it was just like a blink, and I'm like, wait, did, what just mm-hmm. happened? Which had to recall the text was like, message from her. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can I can handle they some the Sopranos. Yeah, that's what I felt. I didn't even watch the Sopranos. I'm like, this is must what must be what all the Sopranos fans felt in that moment. Because I was like, what the hell, man? Like, it's just a snap, a blink, and it's credits from the time the girl puts her hand on that box. To when the credits hit, yeah, like there's no pan out, there's no music, it's just silence, and all of a sudden you've got credits, and you're like, what the hell just happened? Is this really we're stopping? And you know what? I think the more you mention it, the more that I'm like, I think that was yeah. The more I love it because <laughs> really, the way they kind of did it is like they kept giving you information. This they led you down this roller coaster of thinking he was gonna die and everything was gonna happen. And then at the end, he doesn't die. And then when you're finally ready to see and get this gratification from the roller coaster you've been on, they pull the rug <laughs> off right under you, leaving you like, oh my god, I want more. And maybe that's why we like this movie. <laughs> maybe. But, like, with, um, at least with Safety Not Guaranteed, they didn't, like, immediately go to credits. Like, the, the, I don't remember what it was, but, like, the time machine goes and you have a second. And then you have a second to process, and other people establish that what just happened is reality. Right. Whereas yeah. this is literally just an blink and you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did, I did find it interesting that they went with the granddaughter, having her go to find the thing at the Whitney, because it kind of shows how legacy does something to those who are left behind. Like, the, his kids, they're like, you know what? We see you who, for who you really are. We're not going to be under the specter of you anymore. But in the granddaughter's eyes, he's still this art god. And he can, you know what I mean? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Can we talk about yeah. the granddaughter for a minute and how weird all that shit no. was? Oh, no. Those, no. those movies. The amateur Ooh. porn flicks. The amateur horror porn. That, that's no, really what it boils down to. Because she was attempting to be horror. Was it? Oh, yeah, I, I totally feel that that had to be, like, an attempt at horror. Like, the first one had, like, a werewolf and shit. Like, the second one had, like, a superhero, like, sort of... Like, what was what was her name? Pangina? Pangina. Pangina. She had a vagina. a vagina. What the fuck is <laughs> But even that I fucking loved. <laughs> like, it's just so no, fucking weird. The, the, the thing about that scene, the first video that... I was like, what the fuck just happened? They're watching it in the house, uh, in the house wherever, and the dad is like, "I think this is something I have to watch by myself." <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I think that was more just um, to prevent the shock factor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was one of those like, "Yeah, I think I need to watch this where I can process this, and other people aren't making comments about it because my daughter is suddenly naked on screen, They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing some weird shit." So. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it had to be, because that's what I would probably do. All right, we need to shut this down. 
right, we'll watch this later. I, I can't process this right now. Like I've kind of put myself in that in those shoes, and I feel that that's what would happen to me. And then she involves her aunt on one of them. Oh my god! <laughs> I've been five last... since whatever. I've been in three of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I can't. I just, I seriously, when I when I say that I couldn't look away, it's not an understatement. It was one of those scenarios where I was just like, I kind of hate this movie. Damn, this movie's slow. Oh my god, hurry it up. Oh my god, okay, maybe I'm interested. Oh, well, wait, what the fuck is that? Huh? What's happening? Wait, no. Hold on, wait. I don't understand. I so don't even think I had time to... To, to even say, process all that? No, yeah. no, I don't think I had time to be like, this movie sucks, this movie's boring, this movie's slow. Because I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that, that was me, too, because I think... Because it was one of those, I was watching it, and then all of a sudden I look up, and there's those the her first movie on it. I'm like, wait, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> what did I possibly miss to get all of a sudden to this, this scene? <laughs> and then I'm just like, holy hell. And then it took me about 15 minutes to get past that, because I was just like, I'm not even sure. What the hell's going on? Well, and part <laughs> of it is that it's just so jarring. It is. You're, ha- you're having this... I don't, you know, you're having this nice, quiet time. You're watching this character study happen in front of you, and all of a sudden there's boobs! And <laughs> werewolves being smacked around. And, like, and all this vagina. Vagina <laughs> girl or vagina hero or whatever. And, you know, you're having this nice family atmosphere, this calm thing and whatever. Although, one of the things I actually really liked about the movie was also that it was... It was it was weird to have something that graphic amongst all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I did like all of the other transitions that they did. So, like, I don't even remember what the line was. But um, it was when they were given the toasts at Bard. And uh, Ben Siller is just sobbing his eyes out, and I'm sobbing with him. And Adam <laughs> Sandler came up, and um, he went to hand him the microphone, and Adam Sandler jumped back. He's like, what? I'm just like giving you the mic and oh because they just had that fight they just had that fight yeah. and I laughed so hard like I'm snotty I've got tears running down my face it's hilarious and I like I liked that a lot about this movie was that you know even though some of them were very jarring some of those transitions to pull you out of what you were just in were, were very enjoyable like that but it really was like how a brother and well brothers and sisters would act and everything like that because yeah. I know there was a few scenes that both of the brothers were just talking they were talking over each other and like finishing half the sentence and going on to the other conversation and, and then finishing that conversation and then going back to the other conversation that they didn't really finish and it was just I'm like good lord someone stop <laughs> yep. I was like god <laughs> it was just the scene in the um where they're at the bard place and everything and there um Ben Stiller has blood coming out of the nose and the sister and the niece is like you know trying to get him to wipe his nose right <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny cuz they're like they're like consistently consistently trying to do it I'm like oh good lord that's that's one of the things that I've always loved about um having siblings is you it's not all the time, but every once in a while you get like this tel- telepathy going from across the room, and you're like, 
you're saying the thing and they've got you and then like all of a sudden you're going off to do the thing that you just talked about completely in your head so. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah <laughs> like I, I actually I, had that with my friend one time too did you? like an entire conversation about pizza and who was going to order the pizza and then we looked to her boyfriend in the room and we're like he goes, what? What are you guys looking at? I'm like, she wants you to order us pizza. He's like, what? Yeah, she just told me. He's like, you guys didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, we did. It was in our heads. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I never had that with pizza, for example. I used to have that when we got in trouble. It was very much get your story straight in your head before it was like right. psychic, psychic reaction shit. My dad's coming. He's going to whoop my ass. What do we say? What do we say? Um, so, yeah, that, that I did have, but... Never, never. Sadly, the random conversations that led to pizza. <laughs> yeah, you know, all those those would be pretty good. I know, right? Yeah. We should. We need to start having those discussions more often. Well, I mean, I had there should this, always be pizza. I had the steak conversation earlier with you. Yeah, true, true, true. She <laughs> sent me a picture of a steak, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna pick up some steak so we can put it on the grill. Later. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like an excellent idea. So, but yeah, no, I, it's it's. I just I cannot underestimate like understate how weird this film was. It's just, but it was it just felt real. It really did feel real, and that's why I wanted to keep watching it because certain aspects of it reminded me of my own life. Certain aspects of it were like, Jesus Christ, how could anybody deal with that? <laughs> you know, and then because of the relationship that I have with my family, I really very much connected with them in how. They all just kind of felt outside, you know, and, and just kind of, they have this, like, deep love, but at the same time, this, like, deep resentment and this deep, like, anger toward them that they haven't really processed. And, like, it reminds me a lot of, unfortunately, my relationship with some of my family members, and I'm just, like, it connected with me. And I guess that's kind of what it drew me in. There's there's a lot of differences. <laughs> we're, we're not that bad, sure. luckily. But... It just it, it just felt real and it felt mm-hmm. relatable and it felt very much like yeah this is weird but you know what shit just last week some some shit like that happened to me so yeah I could totally see that happening you know so <laughs> that was happening to us was. not too yeah. long ago exactly like so it just so it, it felt real for that it was realistic and stuff like that because if it, at one point you felt like all the kids felt like there was someone else that was a favorite. And that they were just yeah. there, you know. And you, when you see the stories, it seems like every single one of them had that same perspective. Even the popular one, or the um, Ben. Even him. He was, you know, he felt the same way, that he felt like he wasn't. That he wasn't the favorite? Yeah. Uh, I got the opposite impression, because he, um, even to... To Maureen, I guess the, the third stepmom. Yeah. Um, talked about how um, Danny and Jean were basically neglected growing up by the dad. Mm-hmm. And he was like defending them. He's like, no, he sucked for them. Like, he was well, always with me. He was with me all the time. And he, they didn't have him like I had. Well, I agree with you. I think that both statements are true. Um, because he, there is also the scene where he screens outside of his car at him because yeah. he feels like he's just not good enough. So, yeah. you know, I think that to an extent it's a mixture of both. It's, yes, he acknowledges that he kind of ignored the other two. 
and focused more on him, but at the same time, he didn't feel like a favorite. He felt like a giant disappointment. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he kept always comparing him to some old achievement that his father had created, and it just never felt or treated him like he was good enough. So I can definitely see both scenarios kind of playing out and, and see how both statements are actually true. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, uh, again, I connected very much with this movie. Because <laughs> there, there was a lot, you know, even in that aspect, even in the whole, even in the, the, the family being proud of you because you do something. You know, right. that was that was a big thing in my, in my childhood. And throughout my childhood, there was a lot of points where I just kind of felt like a trophy, where they just, like I was just being shown off type of thing. But at the same time, I was never good enough to achieve, you know, to be, like, significant enough. Like, I was good enough to show off for when people came to visit, but, like, when we talked one-on-one, -on -one, my achievements weren't enough, you know? So, I kind of, that part, unfortunately, connected a little too too good. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, too. But, um, the sister. Let's, let's talk about her for a little bit. I actually was a little frustrated um, with her storyline. Yeah, it felt very, very, very short. It was. Basically, all we got was uh, an anecdote about how um, her father's friends... Raped her? More or less... Well, well, no, no, not raped her. It was, it's still molestation. Yeah, and it's a form of molestation. But like that's the only thing we really know about her, other than she's a little quirky, and she's in her niece's videos like we know nothing else about her situation yeah we don't know what she does we don't know anything about her where we do know what ben and um what Adam is doing no you're right because very much like the father the movie treated her like the last one to matter mm -hmm. as a matter of fact if, if i recall correctly hers was the last arc wasn't it yeah. no uh before the resolution, hers was like the last perspective, wasn't it? Because no, it was... Um, Adam's was the last one. No. I think it was the... No, it was the, um, the, the daughter, the niece. No. But... Because no, technically, no. they talked about her um, and her new boyfriend, and then they kind of like blipped back to an <clears throat> overall arc after that. True, true. Okay, so that part was... But still, she was technically, she was the least important one, or treated as the least important one. Yeah. So it, it, it didn't surprise me. But you're right, it, she didn't really get a fair treatment. And the one thing that did bother me was that they just kind of dropped that bomb about her. And it just, there was, it, it just kind of was there. And it, just, and it just, you're supposed to just kind of move on. Like that, that bugged me, yeah. you know? Because I get it. Like they're trying to put you in that feeling of, yeah, this was treated like a thing that just should be, you know, whatever. And that's how they treated her when it happened to her. But I kind of like, like it just irked me a lot. You know, it's like, oh, here, we're going to talk about child molestation. And yeah, we're going to move on from it like two seconds later. Yeah, I mean, they did beat up the, the, the car. However, I believe that was the nurse's car, not yeah, the old the man car. car. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved so much about that was, um, you know, when you see most fight scenes or whatever, and most destruction scenes, um, 
they're very, you know, hyper, hyper realized and whatever. They're all, got the Hollywood uh, shine. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but like when when they're fighting, they're fighting like two old men. <laughs> but they, when they're beating up this car, it goes exactly how you would expect it to go in real life. <laughs> when yeah. in real life, if somebody just like. <laughs> Like, came to the, you know, <laughs> trying to throw a, a rock at a car. It's just going to bounce right off. Like, what the fuck? It's dead bleeding. That, that, like, a true, realistic, hey, guys, go out to the car. Yeah, this, this is, is like your weapon. Go Good luck. Yeah, You're covered in blood. I know. Let <laughs> 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 it bleed. It was so weird. One of my favorite scenes was at the hospital when they're taking turns and then ben, uh, Matthew comes in the morning and asks them what happened and they're like, we didn't know. So he asked him from now on, we're going to take notes. So the next scene is with the doctor and all three of them are just writing. <laughs> <laughs> just writing everything she's saying. <laughs> I started laughing so hard. And then when they were switching again, they're like, all right, so there's blood pressure drop five degrees, but blah, blah, blah. They took this medicine and so on. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the, the nurse. breakdown. Oh. The nurse. The poor oh. nurse. Oh, hey, what's it going? Yeah, he's like this. He's like that. She's just like, what? Huh? Now, hold up. The weird thing is, now that you bring up the nurse, when the brothers and the sister are talking, and out of nowhere, he's like, would you fuck Pam? And she's like, I would. <laughs> that was pretty entertaining. But I love that. You know, that interaction. Like, at no point throughout the film did it feel that they weren't actually brothers. Like, through through the entire film, you actually buy that they're actually related. Well, like, you really feel that they're siblings. Ironically enough, you know, I'm trying to find some material for this, um, for the podcast and stuff like that. And there is a, are they actually related? I'm like, they are not related. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way that they are related. I was like, but this this movie did portray a perfect brothers. Yeah. So, but it was. And funny fact, Dustin Hoffman he played the father of uh, Ben Stiller in Little Fockers. Uh huh. And the yep. Fockers, and he also played the dad of Adam Sandler in 2014, The Cobblers. Ah. So he yeah he's played the father of both of them at some point. <laughs> he's like, so at one point he's like, you both sit down, you belong right, to me, boy. Right? I mean, if you think about it, and they had the wives and stuff like that separated, yeah. so it is possible that he kind of they probably brought that into the story just for the <laughs> just for shits and giggles right. of you know. Well, you know. Then, that's why they had different mothers and daughters. Yeah. Fair enough. And I liked—I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the the first half of the movie, it is half brother, half sister. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the end of the movie, they're brothers they're and sisters. Brothers and sisters, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, it always sucks to, you know, have something like this finally bring the family together and everything like that. But sometimes that's what needs to be done. Yeah. You know. Well, but that then, brings everybody together. Yep. The one thing that. Yeah. Not all the time. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. At least once. At least some of them. Well, <laughs> let me put it this way. In. For my family, it's we can be in the same room without trying to kill each other. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, we're okay. But there's a there's a couple folks who aren't speaking anymore, and they'll at least be in the room together and be civil. Well, I know yeah. my my grandpa's side. Um, 
they I found out after all of this has happened my um when my grandfather passed um they actually did not like my grandma yep. oh shit and I was like seriously because my grandma I mean she's this cute little you know four foot petite woman who just does anything and everything and it's just everybody loves her everybody knows Barb and everything and I'm just like really I was just shocked. <laughs> but the one line that I thought that gave me the giggles was the, um, what is it? It's called flirting, but I don't know what you call it after 70. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one made me giggle a little bit. I was like, that is just too funny. <laughs> so... This movie, um, only in that it sort of deals with the same kind of family coming together thing. Um, it reminds me of a movie called This Is Where I Leave You. Um, it's from 2014, and it's got well, Adam Driver's in it, which is why probably why it also reminded me of it. <laughs> oh, it's the China forgot that he's in it. Right, but it's Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Jane Fonda, Adam Driver, Rose Byrne. Timothy Oliphant. Man, I need to rewatch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Shepard, like a whole mess of people are in this other movie. Um, but in that one, the dad's already dead, and they're coming together for the to sit shiva with him for seven days. Um, and it's you know the siblings coming together to kind of relearn how to be be, be siblings. <laughs> I'm laughing now that I forgot about Adam Driver. The scene where he gives him the pill is like, one brings you down, one brings you up. Which one's worth it? I don't know. And I'm actually surprised to see that it didn't. It was that was basically the mention of the drugs, and then there is, and then the next story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I mean, there's, you there's don't, a scene where they take the drugs. Yeah, you, you, they but take them, but like, nothing, nothing happens. ends up happening other than they just end up fighting. But you don't know if. Well, the, the fighting. No, the fighting happens um, before. before. No, there's a fight right after they take the drugs. Is they're it? fighting in a, in a in like there's like in a courtyard or some shit. Yeah, no, that's before the the pills. Yeah, I thought that was before the pills. Yeah, th- because they um they took the pills at the Bard. inside right before yeah. they did the toast, yeah. and the yeah. fight was outside right before they did the toast. Yeah. So yeah, it, exactly. The medicine they took the uh, the pills right before they went outside and fought, and then oh, did the toast. No, no. All right, so yeah, the fight happened. Okay. Then they went to the bars. Remember, he was doing the toast and he was bleeding already. Mm-hmm. They took the pill before that, so they did it after the fight. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was right before the fight. I guess mm-hmm. I played that differently in my head. I mean, I don't blame you because this movie confuses you a lot. So, hey, whatever. Yeah, no. But for real, that's how I saw it. And I was like, okay, I guess the pills did nothing other than just make you fight. Okay. Right, well, remember, one pill brought you up, one brought you down. Which one? <laughs> I mean, if, if, if there is a reaction because of the pills, then it would be the way Ben Stiller would start crying. True. So, maybe, even though it was like two seconds afterwards that he started his toast uh maybe that's the downer and then the way adam was acting took the other one there you go so maybe 
Holy Maybe shit. those pills kicked in and within two seconds. <laughs> she figured it out, guys. She's the greatest detective. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So, um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Cause Not really. I think at this point, I think we're close to the ratings. Yeah. We, we should do two ratings for this one. Two oh, ra- gosh. Rate it on a scale of weird and rate it on the scale of how you enjoyed it. Okay. All right, then. As a matter of fact, we may do this for all the films we did oh, for shit. this session. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll give it five out of five titties, and it was weird. <laughs> five out of five weird titties? Is that what titties. That the movie was weird. That's the level of weirdness. Oh, five titties. Five titties weird, huh? Yeah. Fuck the other titty. (laughs) Yep, that would be weird. Boom. There you go. As far as liking the movie, I'll give it four out of five sharks. (laughs) (laughs) That was disgusting. Yeah, it was. What? Oh, the shark. The suit when she cut the shark. Oh yeah. Did you hear him say she was gonna serve pigeon? Yep. Yeah. She's like, I gotta she's go home, pigeons she's today. Pigeon. I'm like, whoa, what? I like the, the fact, that, I don't know if you guys saw this, but everybody is, um, no one is actually eating, and they're just discussing and moving mm-hmm. food around. And yeah. Ben starts picking up and starts eating, and they're all just watching them. <laughs> just watching to, to see what happens. <laughs> and they're just like, and it took me a while because the first, the first time they ate, they were doing the same thing too. They were just kind of, Swishing things around. Yeah. Give my granddaughter more shark. Oh my god. <laughs> Dad, it was raw. It was raw. <laughs> All yeah. right. So level of weirdness. I'm going to have to go with five out of five. Um, I'm going to butcher the name, but um, Uh-oh. the superhero, vagina, vagina. Sometimes I'm a penis and sometimes I'm a vagina. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to do that. Five out of five, that one for that. Um, I'm going to do three out of five Matthews that were actually not done when he was actually born. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lindsay, what you got? Um, I'm going to go with Hit me with your bitch ass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually going to go with um, for weirdness Uh-oh. three out of five um, mistaken jackets because I feel like I feel like you've seen way weirder movies than this and so oh, on true. my weird scale when we're thinking about things like Tusk or Swiss Army Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's this one's really not that weird. Okay, yeah, you, you're yeah, right. yeah, you you're do right, have right. right. You're right, you're right. Especially um, Tusk. But, but level of enjoyment, I'm going to go with four out of five. Um, four out of five drunken stepmothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's I'm what she saw. <laughs> and she was a mess. Oh, God. Although I gotta, I gotta say, I was really impressed with that with Emma Thompson's ability to be slightly drunk. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like she's not obviously like completely plastered, and she's definitely not sober. But that character was just slightly drunk for like the whole movie, and that's that's a 
that's a skill right there. When she runs into the tree. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. All in all, uh, Oh no, no hesitation. It's just going. Keep going. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> All right, Chris, what about you? Um, I'm going to give it three and a half tusk. <laughs> for the That's weirdness scale. I was going to say to our listeners, tusk is now available on Netflix. <laughs> it is. Nice. Um, and then as far as enjoyment, I'm going to give it... Um, Four and a half talents. Four what? And half what? Four and a half talents. Talents? Talents. Like talented, like you're talented. Gotcha. You're not talented. Oh, okay. yeah. I was thinking the mom didn't make any um, eagles or anything like that. I'm thinking talents like the oh, no, 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 Yeah, no, no, that's no. what I heard too. No, that, that's, that's my accent, you know? My accent coming up today, you know? <laughs> That's just my accent. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So I think on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I mean, movies available on Netflix. I'd say check it out if you guys. Yeah, most definitely. You know, are brave. It's really good. I mean, there are parts that you will question. What <laughs> were we thinking? There are parts that you'll be like, clearly, CC picked this. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Because even even I went, I picked this movie, like, didn't shit. I? <laughs> this was my movie. Name <laughs> <Leave> this one. <laughs> so. But. But. Watch it. Go ahead and watch it. I think I think this would be one of those. It's actually worth it. Type of movies. All right. So from there, thank you for joining us here at Control C and our review on the Meyerowitz. Stories. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, join us every Monday for new episodes. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on podcast services everywhere. For this and other shows, join us on geekandcast.com. Follow our Twitter at Geekend and visit our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Thank you to our cast, Chris. Ladies. Ray. Adios. Lindsay. And I'm Cece. I was you guys' host. Have a good one. Yay!